Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything from what Niall gets up to, golfing, music, and pints of the pub, to Liam and Louis shenanigans, to Harry's acting chops, and his spectacularly quirky style. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 80th episode of Talk wow! Direction. Zero eight. Nope. Eight zero. <laughs> I never can get numbers right. That's Truly okay. never. Um, wow. We're an ancient beast. <laughs> we really are. I can't believe we're going to hit 100 this year. That's so crazy. Wow. When will that be? That won't be 20 that weeks far. from now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I mean, it's like in the future, though. Yes. Um, speaking of the future... I mean, I guess we're in the present, but like 2017. First episode of the new year. It guys. is the first episode. And wow. speaking of the new year, we hung out on the new year, on New Year's Eve. We did. Like we do every year. Yeah. Since we've been like eighth grade and eighth yeah. grade or something like crazy. Yeah. Like every single year we've done mm-hmm. it. And it's just like been a low key night filled with board games. We played this really fun board game that Kate <laughs> I'm was- I'm so glad you liked it's it. It's so fun. Kate was talking about it last episode and I didn't really understand it, but like basically you have to like- you have to be there. Yeah. It's it's called Avalon, and I, like, want to buy it because I want my friends at um, college to play it. Um, we might actually kill each other, but it'll be fun. Um, you have to, like, lie and, like, scheme and, like, just, like, it's so fun. <laughs> and it it's so fun, and I feel like it's, like, I don't know, even know. Like, I didn't think I was going to be good at lying, but, like. You were really good at I was, lying. Kara uh, was so good. I was on the bad team, like, every single time, and, like, me. And I was on the good team yeah. every time. And I just came and trusted me a few times, and I felt so bad. And one time, I was going to sabotage my own bad team, because I felt <laughs> so bad for Caitlin, because she never, she hadn't won yet. Um, oh. But me and Rebecca, Caitlin's sister, were a good team, because we were always on the bad team together. Yeah, so, how like, did that happen? I don't know. I wanted to be, honestly, I wanted to be t- teamed up with either you or Rebecca. If we were all three on a team, we there would be no stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's because we Rebecca also care the most. haven't been bad together, and we've honestly played a million times. That's so weird. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I was always bad, and at one point, I was just like, because being good is so much easier, because you can just, like, be genuinely, like, yeah. a good person, to be honest, and, like, my Gryffindor and uh, Hufflepuff roots, like, really <laughs> want that to be a thing, but it's like... But it she was, pulled out the Slytherin. I guess I did. You did. Um, yeah, or, like, the cunning And the thing Ravenclaw. is, like, I don't even know what you're like when you're good, because... Honestly? You were bad literally every time. No, I was good for that one time, and but I feel I like... think I was badder. Oh, oh no, maybe... No, was that? Oh, that was the time I was Merlin, and I just like told you right away. Yeah. So that was a little different because I didn't have to figure out whether you were good or not. Yeah. So it was hard to tell. That was just fun though, and I really want to play with like everyone. Everyone's really invested because we had a few people that were like not really into it, and it was like not that. Then you can't tell if they're like being truthful or they just don't care. Yeah. And most of the time, we thought they were lying because they weren't like being as enthusiastic. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah it's so fun when you have like lots of people and you can even just look the game up online and see how it's played and then like make your own card i think that's what i'm gonna do because i want to save yeah. the 13 dollars. yeah but there are like bonus characters that we didn't yeah. throw in there's like more than just merlin it was um, just so fun but, i would yeah. highly recommend that it's like a game yeah. for like five to seven people i think you can play it with no more. it's even more like really? it's better with more people because like oh. we played it with like maybe nine 
that like when my cousins fun. were yeah. here and it was just so much fun yeah i just like yeah just a great time if you're looking for a game like i don't even know like, i said the only reason i would make new friends is to play that game because <laughs> honestly at school i don't have enough friends to play that game because even five people oh it's God. not as fun come visit me and like you'll no. it'll just be a mess like i'll you, bring oh laura and both of us will go visit you <sighs> she's so got fun. her boyfriend wow in boston so oh yeah oh my god wow Maybe. just making plans to play this game but i really like it messed my mind up because like the next day i was like are people lying to me i was like carrie you're in real life not the game i, know. I was literally like am i lying right now should i lie i'm like it's- like we were playing for so long that it literally like entrapped my soul into this like pet pit of like lying abyss i don't know it was crazy it's the feeling like when you get off a treadmill or something and you feel like you're still walking yeah, on a treadmill but so you're not wild. so like that's what it's like except with lying and truth and like yeah. Everything yeah. moves through the game in your life. You're like, wait, is that the truth? I don't yeah. know. It's kind of like a good um, representation of life because it's like you have to like trust in people, but you don't know if they're lying or not. And it's like kind of oh, and like sad. the only way to win is to put your trust in people, sort of. Like you have to yeah. trust people, but like sometimes you do that and it's in the wrong people. People are listening to this. They're like, we don't. Care yeah, I know. Trust game. me. Like we're so excited. We're like, this is an Avalon. Podcast you gotta play. Now. You gotta give it a chance. It's so fun, so guys. Good. It's like I don't know because like I don't really like strategic board games like like yeah. what's it called like risk or oh, stuff like that cattle what's it called my friend loves that one Catan. yeah settlers of Catan. my friend loves that i kind refused of stuff. to learn it all my siblings play and i was like no i just like can't do me. it and maybe i'd like it but i just like i don't know, I don't know. That, this kind of thing because it's like it's not fast paced but it's like more like it, you mm-hmm. have, it's like all mentally and like cool and like it's like actually like you're yeah. using your brain and like you're yeah this Action. one, I would say, like, it's a combination. It's, like, there's strategy, but it's, yeah. mo- it's more, like, I would say it's more in the genre of things like Pictionary and Taboo, which are, like, more, like, creative and fun yeah. rather than something like, like Monopoly or Life that, like... Boring as heck. Is way more, and like, like, structured. Like, this and, like, is really just, like... based. Yeah. Because this is, like... It's, it's based you. on, like, the discussion, too. Like, sometimes yeah. one go can take, like, 45 minutes because you're debating out who should, it's like, so go on fun. a quest. And, like, you're yelling at each other and trying to see who's lying. It's all about, like, the interaction. So it's really Yeah, fun. it's so good. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Sponsored by. Yeah, I wish. Avalon should sponsor us. That'd be the <laughs> weirdest, like, collaboration. But, like, we'd honestly be such, like... Like, we I don't were. even know. This is, like, our James Corden episode where we're yeah. like, we love James Corden. Yeah. Let's do a tag Avalon. Yeah, like, we will. Yes. We are, we're going to tag it, guys. Hopefully, we get a retweet. Yes. <laughs> um, but speaking of New Year's Eve, Niall um, played uh, at the... What's it called? I didn't even watch his performance still. Did I know. Me, no, because I was, like, too bitter. Because, like, okay, so... We put on the TV... At um, 10. At 10, yeah. Or, yeah, okay, so, like... Usually performances don't start until like, like, or like the good ones don't start until like 1030 or around 10 is like mm-hmm. when they start. So we were like waiting along, like, you know, seeing whatever, like old Fifth Harmony with Camila still there. It was like <laughs> kind of weird and jarring to see. And like all these other randos were like, okay, where's Niall? Where's Niall? And then suddenly I saw a white dude in all black with a guitar like, there's Niall, there's Niall. But it was like freaking, I don't even know who it some was. Rando. Yeah, it was some rando. And it was some rando. It wasn't And I was like, God dang it. It's an acoustic guitar that got me hooked. But we didn't see Niall. We somehow missed and his we, performance. And we watched the TV until like 3 a.m. Yeah, Like we watched for five hours and Niall yeah. never showed up. We're like, because like, then it just like went it didn't even like start repeating so we were like oh is, yeah. he's gonna come up next he's gonna come up next but like no i don't understand I don't like know. what happened i don't know so then i was just too bitter to like go find it because i was like oh guess I what like 
<laughs> yeah, well, well, it wasn't a new song. It's, oh, I forgot. I forgot he was going to put out a new song. Yeah, I know. That's Where why. Where is that? He probably Ed put out a song. He's like, wait, I can't do yeah, this this, this weekend. Fair. Let me let me wait till next weekend because it's I all going to be about Ed. Because like I would have definitely talked about it if like me too. he put out a new song and I would have cared about it more. But it's like, dang, we I need mean, to watch that show. What show? The performance. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever, Niall. It's fine. <laughs> it's not your fault. All our hopes and dreams dashed. have been crushed. Um, speaking of Ed Sheeran music, we're just going to have a like long introduction because yeah. I feel like there's so much to talk about. There is. Um, Ed Sheeran put out two new singles last night. Uh, and that's great. It that's was amazing. Time. We thought he was going to put out an album. Like, I had my heart set on an album, but I'm glad he didn't. Like, yeah. we were, like, hoping, like, we thought it was going to be an album, but we didn't want it I, like, kept flip-flopping. Like, yeah. album, then song. No, album, then two song. Albums. Like, yeah, two albums. Like, two albums. Like, All at once. I like how we didn't even think it could be two songs. We're like, it I must know. be two albums. <laughs> like, can you calm down? <laughs> God, but yeah, two songs, which is like the perfect balance. Because one yeah. song might be a disappointment after thinking it's going to be an album. Yeah. Especially like the differences between the two songs. It just shows the diversity of his album. And I'm so excited. Yeah. And we should do a bonus episode when his album comes out talking yeah, about it. Yeah, you're right. Because really I feel like fun. the fandoms are definitely yeah. overlapping like hardcore. Yeah. Tell us if you'd want that, guys. Tweet us. Yeah, or we'll just do it for our own, yeah. like, happiness. Yeah. Um, but, like, I was telling Caitlin, I feel like Castle on the Hill is, like, very reminiscent of this town. It's, like, mm-hmm. this town, but, like, with an Ed, Ed Sheeran twist on it. Yeah. And, and like, so Niall cool. did tweet about it. What did he say? He said it, like, makes me feel like home or something. Yeah. So, huh. I definitely got those vibes. And I, that yeah. one felt very, like, timeless to me. And so sort of, good. like, when he talked about Tiny Dancer in the song, Ed sings, like, listening to mm-hmm. Tiny Dancer. I was like, this feels like a sort of, like, that type I of know. song that's going to last. I mean, I couldn't relate to a lot of the things he did as a child. <laughs> but it didn't matter because it yeah. was, like, his so own specific. life. And you, like, have your own life and can remember it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like his experience is a lot of what people had as an experience. Yeah. Um, but, like... It just was very relatable and very homey. I'm like, I want to go home, even though I was, like, in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just thinking about, like, how, like, weird, because it's, like, you're never going to feel, like, that sense of home that you felt as a child. Yeah. And I was like, that's really sad, because, like, I just, like, I was in my home the same, t- like, when I was listening to it, and I was like, I want to go home, too. But I'm like, yeah. the home that you had as a child is never is something you're never mm-hmm. going to get back, which is depressing as hell. So I, I was like, and it was, like, 2 a.m., and I was listening to it. I'm like, great, little 2 a.m. blues. But I can imagine, like, 20 years from now, when, like, we might not live in this town. Yeah. Um, haha, no, I song. <laughs> um, then, like, then, like, listening back and being like, oh my god, I remember, like, yeah. walking in, like, we have this place that we walk near my house, or, like, going to, like, different things that we do, even just, yeah. like, Rebecca and I, my sister, were driving to, like, the mall near us, mm-hmm. and she's like, these are our streets, like, even though this is, like, mm-hmm. like, we know this so well, and, like, there's people in, like, California who know their area so well, and it's, like, where they grew up, but, like, I can drive around my area and, like, sort of know where I am. Yeah, (laughs) that's so funny because, like, I went to a show last night with two of my friends who live um, in our state, but they're from a different place. And so, like, we were driving around, like, my streets. And it's, like, so weird because it's, like, something that you know so well. And it wasn't even our town. It was, like, in, like, towns next to us. And I was, like, Mm -hmm. I I know these places so well. But it's, like, weird because they, like, have never seen them before. But, yeah, I just thought that was a cool thing to, like, see from their point of view. I'm, like, wow, you've never seen this before. But it's, like, something I see every day. Um, Anyway... Um, other things in the intro that actually have to do with One Direction, surprisingly. This is so chatty. <laughs> I know, this is so chatty, but there's so much to talk about. Um, so we went to go see Rogue One the other day, um, which is a new Star Wars movie, and we went to see it in IMAX, because I like we definitely wanted to see um, the new Star Wars movie, obviously, I need to mm-hmm. see Rogue One. Um, but we saw it in IMAX 3D, t- so we could see the prologue, um, the Dunkirk prologue. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like it was like especially just for IMAX theaters because apparently Christopher Nolan is like big into IMAX, so he wanted to give like the IMAX theaters a little like like extra thing to like promote it or whatever. And um, so we saw that and that was cool. We ended up paying a lot of money to freaking because like usually I don't pay more than like five dollars because we um, I go like on discounted days. Mm-hmm. Um, it was seventeen dollars oh, so for this ridiculous. IMAX 3D um, thing. And then the worst part is no one checked our ticket. Yeah, <laughs> they were yeah. no one. There was, was there. no one there. We didn't. Literally, we could have just walked in. Yeah. But like this is. But what we, we get. don't do that because we're, we're upstanding citizens. We didn't even freaking get the correct 3D glasses. I know. The movie starts. Actually, it was a preview. A 3D preview starts like after the Dunkirk thing which we'll get to yeah wait but, did like, Rebecca say that they did they play the Dunkirk trailer because we missed no, it okay no. thank god because no. I thought that we yeah okay yeah keep I figured they might not do like a double they should have though because like a DD <laughs> a double DD <laughs> yeah. oh we're so mature guys Hello. um but and then we had to run it we like started watching and all of us like the three of us start looking at each other like yeah. why aren't my glasses working yeah they were definitely 3d glasses but clearly they were the fake not kind. or not the like, fake kind like 2008 kind it like didn't work for this new 3d and we had yeah. to run out of the theater and go get new ones i know it was so stressful yeah i'm glad that the dunkirk thing wasn't in 3d though because it yeah. like i just feel like a war movie shouldn't be in 3d i don't know i just <laughs> yeah. feel like uh i don't know so let's talk about that. Yeah. What, what are your think? thoughts? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Fine. This is the part of like not hosting. Yeah. Like, I have to answer first. Um. I hate it. <laughs> um, I thought it looked so good and like so beautiful. So so so. <laughs> what? <laughs> also, oh. with like the um reviews I've been reading um from different like film magazines. Um, <clears throat> people so are like. Right now. <laughs> Just, <laughs> um. Um, like people have been saying this could be like one of the best film movies ever shot and it looks like looks really good and just from what we saw I mean I'm not a film buff like we should get Rebecca on here yeah my sister is a film major as I've mentioned and like she knows all of this stuff and whatever and she was there with us so we can have her on at some point but I think it just looks like it's gonna be really good and it seems like very much you understand sort of the feelings of the soldiers almost like they, i don't know it's it really gave a good like perspective i don't know what yeah. i'm saying but like, like I think, you got a very like first person sort of perspective of it yeah i think that like um <laughs> in my creative nonfiction class like my professor was always telling us that like there's a difference between like um like sort of like telling the feelings of like what you're feeling and like making the mm. per- the viewer the reader like feel like what your character is feeling mm-hmm. and i definitely think that dunkirk is like doing did like even in that like 4 minute 5 minute thing like make you feel like the horror the like anxiety mm-hmm. um just like the desperation that the soldiers must have been feeling um obviously not to the extent that they did but like i think that like mm-hmm. the just the atmosphere um and there's also like this like ticking yeah it was time very bomb. encapsulating yeah um and it was like very fast paced there was like j- like cuts and then like kind of just it was just like all over the place and you could just it felt frantic which mm-hmm. i feel like was a like perfect like yeah. emotion to like portray and just like I was just like I was already invested in the characters honestly I was like so nervous that this mm-hmm. boat was gonna take off like just like like stuff like that and I was just like I don't know I was like kind of bummed like when it ended I was like dang it I really want to see the rest yeah. of this movie like I am actually genuinely excited like it, like I would definitely go see it even if Harry wasn't in it because one I love Christopher Nolan and it just looks looks like a great film um that's my only point don't know why I said <laughs> one but and yeah two. um and like it was just like so beautifully shot too I just like mm-hmm. am really excited for it and honestly this the color scheme so good so it was like blue and like perfectly like kind of melancholy mm-hmm. and just like very gray and um to be honest I think I might have liked that 
preview better than I liked Rogue One, which is um, well, really sad. Differing opinions. Yeah, but. because I, I really like, I love Star Wars so much, and it's been part of my childhood since, like, you know, came out the womb watching Star <laughs> Wars. Not really, but, like, you know, since I was, like, a toddler or whatever. Um... But and I like the Force Awakens, so I'm like open to new newer Star Wars ad- ad- adaptations. But the Rogue One wasn't really doing okay. It for well, me. I really liked Rogue One. I'm glad I that thought we it have was so good. Different opinions, uh, but. but yeah, the ticking you were talking about in the commercial, yeah. like that was really effective, and it was so also good. with the splicing of the scenes. I yes. couldn't tell like if they were just if that was really like the opening of yeah. the movie. I think it may have been. I think it was because like the Dunkirk like yeah, thing, spot, or if it was although. like they cut some things or like put things together, but like. The ticking was really effective. I was so anxious. You, like, I was like anxious know. off of that. And like, because it is a war movie, you know, people will die and not everyone does survive. Yeah. So like it already has got you sort of sucked into that sort of world. Um, yeah, I really like Rogue One. Kara didn't. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so go see it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, go see it because everyone's so bitter that it has a female lead anyway. So just like go see it and get really? it. Really? Are money. they? Uh, duh, obviously. Oh. They're always, they're like, women shouldn't be in space. It doesn't make sense. I'm just like, okay, what are you talking people. about? Like, literally. I only follow the feminist Twitter. I'm so. just like, I've seen like, um, I mean like, no, I don't follow them, but people like put like yeah. clips of their stupid reviews. So, yeah. um, anyway, we're going to wrap up this introduction, but before we go, I wanted to say happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, this is the entire episode. Bye guys. Bye. Um, I just wanted to say happy birthday to our lovely listener, Laura, who's been there since almost the beginning, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been there. So, shout out to you. Happy birthday. Happy B-Day. Hope it was a good one. Hope you liked all your gifts I sent you. I thought it was really funny. Not gifts. Yeah. Gifts. Or gifs, as people say. I'm not for that. Yeah. Um, I really liked the difference between our birthday wishes. <laughs> you said like you added her name and said like have a good birthday dude or like pal or something and i like said like 25 like <laughs> gifts of harry in one direction i was like this is a difference between Kara i think I. it is like i remember i was reading like one of our old like dms and someone was like caitlin's always so enthusiastic about everything and caitlin's i mean Kara's a little more quiet and just goes yeah sometimes so i'm like yeah you're right you got me there um and we also did a poll like we like made these little like things and like we did a poll of like what did, what's shrinky dinks yeah what did caitlin make and what did kara make and everyone got it well most people got it right like majority yeah. of people got it right so that was cool and i love that you guys know us um yeah. anyway now that we've talked for about twenty five thousand years this is gonna be such wow. a long episode i just realized that i'm hosting i was about to be like okay caitlin go on but no it's all me folks okay so we're gonna do our back to you episode i feel like i should like add back the song back for you put it in and like actually become a real podcast because i've been Mm -hmm. listening to like pop chops um which is a great pot like a australian like pop related podcast jesus that's hard to say um and you guys should all listen to it but they're like so like i think they're actually like on radio so like they're like really (laughs) technical and like have all this like this really cool opener and just like all these cool effects and we're just like we need a spice up i know i think that like it's kind of like like you know we're in like a long-term relationship with this podcast and i think that we need to like add the zest back into the relationship we're gonna have a meeting at barnes and noble soon guys i think next week and add the zest like like add the like fancy yeah. lingerie of this relationship <laughs> of us in the podcast. Yes. Made it weird, but you know. Exactly. Um, so this back to you segment is um, us responding to you guys writing in because we're the worst at writing back and we want to talk about this. We forever will preface this. Segment. We're honestly we're the, worst. the worst. Like truly no one else is worse than us. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So here we're going to discuss things like polls, emails, or responses to question of the week. And we actually had a question of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Came in yesterday. <laughs> yep. But we got a lot of responses. I I'm know. I'm so proud I was so of surprised. everyone. I was like, we've got one. That's great. Yeah. And then I woke up, there was like 10. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, brilliant. oh my God, our listeners are you so great. Pull through for yeah, us. Yeah, they really did pull through. But um, if you want to get in touch with us, <clears> we have a Twitter, talk underscore direction, email, talk direction at gmail.com. We have a Tumblr, talk direction.tumblr.com. And we have an Instagram, talk direction, no underscore. And we were posting a story um, the other day on uh, Instagram where we <laughs> tried sour candy, and that was hilarious. And Caitlin oh yes, a, <laughs> Caitlin had a bad reaction to but, that, so that was fun. I, I prefaced it with, "I'm not gonna like this. I hate sour candy. I'm not. I'm just gonna touch it to my tongue." And Kara's like, "No, you have to put it in your mouth." <laughs> yeah, you can't go halfway. <laughs> So I did, just for you guys. Um. So, oh, oh. Before I get started, I wanted to give a little shout out to our listener Emily Loves Two Thousand Five on Instagram. She left us um, some lovely comments, and she was just genuinely um, a sweet um, gal. So I just wanted to give her a shout out. <laughs> thanks, Emily. Um, yeah, thanks, Emily. Um, so for question of the week, what was the biggest one D thing of twenty sixteen? Um, I feel like we had a, a lot of different varying answers, so we're going to just yeah. read these bad boys. And okay. um, Do you want to start? Sure. The first one comes from Fishy, uh, or at Fishy Paul on Twitter. And she said, This town slash Just Hold On being released for sure. It's lovely seeing Niall and Louie, vocally most underrated by far, kill it. Mm-hmm. And huddled with my friend across a laptop watching the release slash live stream was a time and a half. Emotions all over the place. So true. Um, at Anu underscore Malik 16 says them being the second highest paid musicians of the year despite that they're on break and then the little like sassy girl emoji oh, well. um, them breaking Destiny Child's, Child's record for winning the BBMAs um, and also winning the Brits as well I feel like we don't focus on like they're Awards, winning as yeah. much um, but like they do win they, they just do. keep winning and like we're win, just like yeah win, like, win, no matter what they will and like they're they're <laughs> god just they're killing it yeah they are and we don't talk about that as much because we're just like you know what it doesn't matter like as I long know. as they had fun like literally Let's discuss harry's haircuts the more yeah. <laughs> for the fifth week in a row <laughs> yeah okay at zorin heropic said music has been huge Louis, Niall, and Zayn all hitting number one in multiple countries. Solo boy band members usually flop unless your name is justin timberlake cool to see them all doing well agreed nice <clears throat> Um, Mandy at musicfan underscore 27 says, Soccer Aid. It was great to see Niall and Louie together, even if they were on different teams. I totally forgot that was this year. I know. Wow. We could have included that. <laughs> um, what am I on? At 1DLove521, or Angela, said, I wasn't into 1D for most of 2016, so for me the biggest thing that happened was when Harry was in Another Man magazine. I wasn't to 1D for 2016, all of it, and that was probably the biggest <laughs> thing for me too, so it's all good. Yep. Okay, where did I say? Okay, this is the one where we start. Okay, yeah. Should I just do it? Yeah. Okay, at Norman Ellen 1D said, releasing solo music at MYA underscore lack cap. I think it's Maya. (laughs) But I could be wrong. It's definitely Maya. (laughs) Maya underscore lack cap said, the time off that turned into separation. Yeah. Um. Um, at musicfan underscore 27. No, we already wrote those. Sorry. Mandy, you get a second shout out. (laughs) Did we do this one? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at Lou, Lou Lou Simpson. Simpson. You had a problem. I hate, I can't read these. I can't read numbers. (laughs) Caitlin can't read usernames. So together we can Uh, be a force to be reckoned with. 151 
said, um, not one D thing, then I guess Harry the actress. <laughs> I mean, we expected everyone as a solo, but he surprised us. Yes, so you're true. right. Um, and finally, at I Study Rainbows said, I know there was a ton of things that happened in 2016, but all uh, all that came to mind <laughs> immediately was another man. Cry sob emoji, heart emoji. So true. True, true, true. true. Yes. Oh, we have some more things. Okay. Oh. We have our little um, people wrote to us on Twitter, and I wanted to read them here. Okay. So the first one comes from at Norman Ellen 1D, who said, I think Just Hold On is a very beautiful song with lyrics that seem to have a deep meaning behind them. I'm just so sad Louis' mom did not get to watch him perform mm-hmm. Just Hold On at the X Factor. I'm feeling extremely proud of Louis. What is there not to like about Louis? This quote is a good example why Louis is Louis and why he is so likable. In my first video diary, I explained my love for women who have a taste in carrots. Since then, I've received plenty of carrots. I also have a keen interest in people who like Lamborghinis. <laughs> I love your podcast. From a Swedish listener. Um, hello, Sweden. Um, yeah, Louis, Louis is a, a laugh for sure. He's such a personal guy. Like, reading yeah. that quote, I'm just like, you know he'd be so good at dinner parties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, like, so, like, he's that kind of, like, funny mm-hmm. that, like, everyone would just think he's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I can just <clears> imagine <throat> him just making that joke over, like, a cheese platter or something. He's got that. I say to my sister Rebecca, she's got a very, like, acrid humor, humor like, very sort of, like, a little harsh, like sort of, yeah. like I, I don't know, acidic almost. And I feel like Louis has that sort of like quick, jivey. Yeah, like, it's humor. very British, like mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I love it. Then Christina, or at Christina underscore Jodell, wrote to us, Hi, I'm new to your podcast, so forgive me if you've already talked about this, and I haven't caught up. Yeah, welcome to hearing it. I'd love to hear about how you discovered One Direction and what you feel like really drew you into them. Was it their music, their personalities, their relatability? I'm listening to your newest podcast now, and since you asked what us listeners would like to know about you, I thought I'd write in. If this is something you've already talked about, forgive me. I'm working my way backwards through your episodes. Thanks. I believe we talked about this on episode number one. Yeah. I think it was, it like was one of the first things ago. that we talked about, actually. But I don't even remember what we said, but... Definitely. I mean, I know you were into them first. Yeah. And what got you into them, just like, sort of? Um, I think that, like, <clears throat> just their friendship is what really drew me mm-hmm. in. I just, like, love seeing people, like have a strong bond and just like be playful and fun with each other and Mm -hmm. just the fact that they just seem so close and like weirdly in sync and just like Mm -hmm. just like they just seemed like they were having a fun time and they just seemed like really cool people and that's like what got me into them that they were just like funny and nice and just genuinely seemed relatable yeah they just seemed like really good people and i'm just like you know i don't know they i just am really gravitated towards that kind of person and i guess celebrity Mm -hmm. um so yeah i love that they were so so goofy like when you watched old interviews and like when I would went back and watch like their X Factor days because I was into them in like the end of 2012. Um, I know it's 2017 now. That's like five freaking years, Kara. Oh my God. But like um, going back and watching like all those silly X Factor games they did like turn the Harry and like weird things where like they just put on accents and were goofy and silly. I think that really like drew me in as well as like the music. But I think just the fact that they were so funny and like I feel like not everyone's so goofy or like maybe they are but more like private to who they're close to and like when we're in school you don't necessarily see that uh, like around people your age except like your friends so it was just cool and I was friends with no boys pretty much so like I think I 
I think I liked seeing silly, goofy young boys that were similar to my age. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they weren't, like, caught up in, like, being so, like, you know, uber masculine all the time. Because, like, that's kind of, like, what we see. So it's, Mm -hmm. like, it was nice to see, Mm -hmm. like, them just being able to just, like, be friends. And just, like, express their, like, friendship and love for each other. Like, that's what I love. Oh, beautiful. God, I love them so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And our last one comes from um, Marine... Miss Pandinha. Did I get it right? I think so. Okay. Um, Said, hey guys, so I had stopped listening to your podcast because I no longer have an iPhone. But then I remembered that you guys upload to SoundCloud as well. So I'm here listening to it again and have to say thank you to you guys because sometimes I have trouble sleeping and then I hear your podcast through the night and it makes me feel good. You guys are really funny and I'd love to see you doing a lyric analysis to If I Could Fly if you haven't done it already. Also, have you considered recording a podcast with a listener, like a bonus episode? That'd be really nice. I, what is that? L-L-Y? I love you? Yeah. I love you guys. Keep up the awesome work. Kisses from Brazil. Wow, Brazil, insane. Oh, wow, thank Hello. you very much. I'm so glad you rediscovered us. Um, I know. Yeah, we do have a SoundCloud as well, so you don't need to have an iPhone or whatever. Um, you can even just like listen on the computer or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, did we do an if I could Yeah, fly? I didn't think we did, but I checked after this and I, I meant to write her back, but we actually <laughs> did. I think it was like 40 something. Um, so if you just ago. scroll back in our SoundCloud, you can find it. Um, so yeah, I didn't think we did. Like for some reason, it like, yeah. totally set my mind. I was like, yeah, we should definitely do one, but no, we actually... <laughs> Apparently did one. Yeah. Um, Good times. Yeah. We should have a way that people, we should have links like on our Tumblr so that people can find episodes that we did to certain things. Oh yeah, you're right. That'll be in our spice up guys. We're going to organize things for you. So like if you're looking for a song analysis, you can just click it and it'll bring you right to the episode. That'd be a good thing to have. That would. This means we're going to have to do some YouTube research on how the hell to do that, but we're going to do it. Also, (laughs) maybe I feel like we should like. Maybe I shouldn't talk about this on the podcast, but like, I feel like if people like want to be on, we should have like a way that they could sign up and then we could like randomly pick people. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that'd be a cool thing. Maybe that could be a Patreon. Yeah. Patreon like little addition. Like the call, like, cause we listen to a podcast that they call listeners and that could be something we do. Although we like, or like people leave messages for us on Skype or something. Yeah. I know like a Taylor Swift podcast says that we should like hit them up and ask them. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. So thank you for reminding us. Yeah. Cause Um, I want, I would love to have like more like actual, like, you know, like, I don't know, voice-to-voice interaction. Yeah. Uh, and when we have had listeners on, like... we've done that before, we've yeah. We've done it before, and it has been so much fun. Um, and, like, you guys are brilliant, and we ne- need to do that more. And we're, we're already planning on having some people on in the next yeah. month, so... Um, yeah, very exciting. And we'll try to, like, do a way so other people can get on, too. Yeah. Okay, cool! Getting Finally. into the news <laughs> after 12,000 years, but I loved it. I love being Me too. Oh, this, this is just so like good. what Such we need. Such a good time. I know. Um, so Zayn, um, fashionista Zayn, um, revealed his Giuseppe Zanotti shoe collaboration, his zoo collaboration. If you will. No, if he actually like did, like made some zoos and it was just like his... Oh! <laughs> like, oh. Um, anyway... So, um, Zayn and Zanotti, which I just feel like sounds so cool together, Mm -hmm. um, double Z, met at Paris, Paris Fashion Week in 2015, which we actually, like, talked about when it happened, or, like, not them meeting, but Zayn being in Paris Fashion Week was when he, like, debuted his, like, cool, like, anime, like, Mm -hmm. uh, not Harry Potter, um, Pokemon trainer look, Mm -hmm. um, and shaved head. Um, so they met then, and, you know, um, a little over a year later, um, they have this cool shoe collection, 
Um, and it, the collaboration is two boots and two sneakers, and they come in different colors. Um, so they're pretty high end. They're like a couple this is hundred like a boot dollars. Sneaker. Yeah. True. It's a collaboration between the boot and the sneaker. Um, and I, I just want to talk about briefly about this. There was like um, an article. If you just like kind of Google, I forget where it was from. I read a few articles. If you kind of Google, our sources are <laughs> me and a paper. Just Google it. Like God. Um, but there was this one quote that um, like the interviewer was asking like where he like got the inspiration from, um, or like why they decided to work together because like you know Zan's a musician. Like why is he working with like a fashion designer? He said, um, Zane said, I like things which are a bit dark and weird, and Mr. Zanotti isn't afraid to play with those elements either. Um, which I thought was really cool. You know, like, I just feel like... He is dark and weird, just like your soul. Yeah, that is very much me. I can relate, Zane. Um, I wonder what I would make if I was a shoe. Um, what if I was going to make a shoe? That's going to be a shoe. Um, and also this other quote, he said, I want to mix up the iconic rock and roll styles like boots which are quite hard with organic colors i think the mix makes them feel quite classic which i thought was a cool um like kind of like insight into like how and why he just like made it look the way he did Mm -hmm. um what do you feel about the boots and the shoes um you know i was expecting to like be like oh my god i love that one there's none that i love enough that i'd be like i want to purchase even though they're like eight hundred dollars yeah well i could never purchase them anyway but like there's nothing that like screams out like oh my god i'm in love with it i would say my two favorites are the black boot that has the double zipper yeah. it looks like a sort of maybe suede boot with some mm-hmm. leather zippering i like that um and then maybe the shorter sneaker that's sort of like a greeny brown color with like sort of um a thick sole thick flat mm-hmm. sole i'd say those two are my favorites but i don't i'm not in love with them yeah i'm not really in love with them either i think the black suede one with the double zips is my favorite and i, I want dan is on fire dan howell to get those because he like loves like weird zips so mm-hmm. i'm like honestly if like two of my like favorite things can just combine and like i know i've like dragged him for like spending money and on clothes in the past but like if harry can do it like <laughs> dan can i just have to appreciate that okay anyway my own little like moral dilemmas but um yeah i think they're like i think he went for the more masculine thing um mm. and that's why i was like why aren't there heels but i was like oh i remember why because like whatever um harry will wears like high higher heeled boots mm-hmm. um but I mean, I feel like they're quite masculine, um, and I kind of like more things that like blend masculinity and femi- femininity like together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's quite cool. I think it does like um, it has like a rocker edge to it. It's like not my personal style, mm-hmm. but um, I think that like when Zayn wears them, it, it looks like really cool to me. Yeah. So um, yeah, and he's in the promo. Like man, those pants are baggy for Zayn. Yeah, I feel like sometimes he does wear baggy pants. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He just mixes it up. Um, he just looks cool in anything though, so maybe that's True. not the best, like you know, indicator. But yeah, that's cool. To see Zayn doing other mm-hmm. things, um, and his um, collaboration with um, Versace is gonna Versace. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm poor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's gonna go out next month, so um, I'm excited to see that and see where else this brings him. And I think that this is probably fun for him. I'd love to design shoes. Yeah. Heck, what the heck? I want to know like how much he had involvement in like yeah. what they were like. We want to bring out these types of shoes like how much yeah. did he do design wise and like I, there was like sketches and paintings I want to see I don't know like they didn't like clarify if Zane did that or not I think he did because he said like I'm always painting and sketching yeah. so I'm like cool Zane like love it yeah. um, so a Harry we always gotta include a Harry news <laughs> five Harry um, newses 
Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so Harry made it onto two of GQ's lists, um, and they're just doing all the right things for me. I think I can. I some. I don't know. GQ just gets me. Um, so he was ranked number twenty-seven on the fifty best dressed men in two thousand seventeen. Um, last year he was number six, but I think that this is pretty good considering he's literally had like one look. And like, the only thing he's worn is like a beanie and exercise gear. Yeah, and like <laughs> also this um, the another man thing, yeah, um, the another it. man like party where he was just like wearing a like suit and he painted his nails, so he looked great. But yeah. and and he had the another man yeah. entire magazine. Yeah, that but I don't know if they good. consider that because it's like styled yeah, yeah. Um, for you. I guess everything is, but. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that next year he's going to be number one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. I think he should at least be top oh. three. That's my prediction. Yes. Hold me to it. Um, so there's this cool quote from James Corden about his style. Do you want to read it? Sure. James Corden said, Harry can wear anything. It's annoying. I remember once we were walking through an airport in Jamaica and we're basically wearing the same clothes, a t-shirt, black jeans, and brown shoes. He looked like a rock star and I looked like his driver. Oh no, <laughs> Whether it's a Gucci suit or swimming trunks, he just always looks cool. It makes me angry. <laughs> I, I know that like some people just honestly, like Rebecca, my sister, I said that like 12 times in this episode <laughs> now, like you guys all know. Um, she's really a big fan of Jennifer Aniston. Um, and like, she's like, Jennifer Aniston should just like wear jeans and a t-shirt and just look so cool. We were watching Friends and like, honestly, yeah. you can put her in anything and she's just going to look cool. Like she can wear like pullover hoodies yeah. and look so cool. Like everyone in Friends. I'm just like, what the heck? Like the new pictures of Zayn and Gigi. Yes. Freaking on her. Zayn posted some on his Instagram and she posted some on her Snapchat. Yeah. And they, like, she's like wearing no makeup. Neither of them are they, but they're so like gorgeous and her I, eyes it's are like unreal gorgeous. like striking and just like wow jeez oh, yeah i i get the feeling james like i can relate <laughs> buddy i know yeah um i can't wait to see harry styles as number one next year that's my, <laughs> that's my thoughts um he was also listed as number 78 of the 100 best things in the world right now i love that I know. I know. harry makes the 100 best things in the world i know it's Same. like yeah you're right i mean like technically i feel like he'd be number one in my heart but like yeah. as long as he's on this list it's enough yeah. for me. like out of the 100 things there was like trade deals with china and like, harry styles <laughs> is one of them <laughs> That's good. At least yeah. like GQ has their GQ, whatever. Yeah. I don't read. <laughs> their, I'm poor. I don't check. read. I have a running joke with my friends that I actually don't know how to read, and like I just like hold up because I'm an English major, so I just like hold books and just like count the seconds until, <laughs> That's what I, can, I, would do. until I can read or like flip the next page, oh. and it's just like a running joke. But anyway, um, so what GQ had to say about this? Um, why don't you read again? <laughs> sure. They said. Granted, you've probably already heard of One Direction's floppy-haired troubadour, but you'll you'll soon also know him as the star of the big screen with his debut in Christopher Nolan's follow-up to Interstellar, Dunkirk, an epic tale of 338,000 troops who were evacuated from France at the start of the Second World War. The Clincher. Styles is in some pretty esteemed acting company, with his co-stars including Tom Hardy, Killian Murphy, Mark Rylance, and Kenneth Branagh. 
Dunkirk is out the 21st of July, 2017. Yes. Woo! I'm so glad that, like, he's getting hyped. I'm glad the whole world is acknowledging him. I know. Finally. so excited. And the fact that everyone's acknowledging him now before they've even seen anything. I know. They don't even know what's coming. Y'all didn't even know. We knew, like, years ago. 2011. Maybe not. His acting prowess was so great, but, like, (laughs) we've been dragging him ever since. But, you know what? I'm all in now. Me too. Um, so I'm psyched. I can't wait for Harry to be number one next year on, <laughs> on every things. list. Yeah, because you know, next year when Brexit and Trump is happening, I don't know when Brexit is happening. Whatever, when the world is going to crap, <laughs> Harry's Harry. going to be our guiding light. Yeah, our androgynous and Niall's angel. album. And Niall has been there through thick and thin for us. I know. We were just talking about how solid Niall is. He like is. we're always gonna talk about it, but like the yeah. fact that his like uh, his a single is still playing on the radio, Ugh. still just doing well in the charts. Like he's Neil. so solid. He's just like a chugging train. I know. And now we also have Liam and Louie. Yes. Ugh. And Ed Sheeran's and album. Ed Sh- Lord God. is gonna come back. Oh, there's so many things. Music <laughs> is gonna be good. In I know. I think Nicki Minaj might release a new album too, and I'm just like ready for her to Me come too. back. Come back. I'm ready for everything. Because Beyonce and Rihanna released last year, so, like, I need the trio to... Okay. Anyway, moving on. Another Harry news from fashionista.com. This article is entitled, Is Harry Styles Fashion's Most Eligible eligible Ambassador? Which is a great article, and I will definitely link this on the show notes, because please go read this. Like, whoever wrote this... Star. Honestly... Well, I screenshot it. You read that, and I'll get the post. Okay. Um, Okay. Um, so I just like wanted to uh, take a little clip out of here because I mean the entire thing is worth reading. But oh, I got it. This is great. Okay, so Mora Brannigan. Wow, we're great. Um, so yeah, that person is incredible, and God bless. Um, I want them to write a lot more Harry Styles related pieces in the future. Yeah. Um, okay, so this piece in 2017, Styles will more than likely release an album with Columbia Records, as well as appear in a starring role in a Christopher Nolan film, Dunkirk, which is due out in July. He'll take part in press tours for both late night talk shows, press conferences, and the like, and will maintain a prominent place in popular culture as a result. If he's spent the past 10 months out of the public eye, it's because he's needed to lay the groundwork for the next year of his life. And carefully so. 2017 will be a launching pad for the rest of his career. So, like many pop stars before him, he's turned to fashion to carve out a new narrative. Wow. I love that. I know. I'm just like, I'm taking that as gospel. (laughs) I'm like, this person didn't make any of this up. They're not speculating like us. They know. He freaking laid the groundwork for his launching pad of his career for the rest of his life. Like, it was just like, wow. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, this is real. Like... I believe it. That makes so much sense. Like, we it were talking does. about, like, um, uh, the, like, last episode. We were like, you know what? That's why he was out of the public eye. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's setting everything up. Mm-hmm. And, like, next year is going to be so busy for him. So, I'm glad he's, like, stayed out of the public eye, honestly. Because mm-hmm. um, he's definitely needed, like, a break. Um, and I'm just stoked. 2017, the year of Harry Styles. Like, we were, last episode, we're like, we're never getting anything from Harry next year. And now I'm like, yeah. I'm getting a full album. This is amazing. I know. Harry's just gonna, I don't even know. Like, he's just gonna. He's gotta come through. I, I still feel ships. like it'll be like fall. Yeah, like I know. I'm just like, okay. It's already like five days into the year and like Harry hasn't released an album. So I don't know what to believe. <laughs> so it's like. Okay, but Niall, we can get like late spring early summer yeah like a may every single season needs to have a one direction yeah. like huge thing in right it. may and then like liam comes like august wait and then july comes... and dunkirk though so like oh okay. yeah well july i guess like summer there has to be multiple things because summer then is just liam a great time. can come through august yeah harry comes in november yeah that's that's it 
Oh, oh and we Louis. can sprinkle through when Louis I don't know like there. what he's gonna do. I don't know, but it's all happening. Yeah, I like just need like my I just I feel like 2017 is gonna be a hard year for everyone. So I feel like we need a constant stream yeah, of great too. things. So Honestly. I just like want the release dates. Like Ugh. I want Niall to come out and say like when he's gonna release I it because I need March twenty fifth. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. No, um, is that gonna be Niall's not that, that petty though. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I don't think we have time to talk about this. Should we talk about it? <laughs> what is it? Oh, but I love this. I know. I think we kind of have to. We'll talk about it quickly. Go. Um, Niall seasoning. <laughs> Niall became a meme um, over the past week, and I love it. Um, so Niall posted a Snapchat of him making chicken, and it looked pretty dry. It had n- nothing on it. It looked bare to the bone. Um, and a fan tweeted him, has Niall ever heard of seasoning? And he responded, haha, thanks for reminding me. Which I don't understand. I can't tell if that was a joke. like Or sarcastic. Yeah, it was like, oh, like, I already put it on, which mm-hmm. there was nothing on that in bird. But, like, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. Like, oh, yeah, I understand. Like, I know how to cook, whatever. Or he, like, genuinely forgot. So, like, I can't tell. Like, a lot of people were taking that as genuine. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and so Twitter <laughs> Twitter roasted him. And even people, like, outside of the fandom. Um, I, there was this one tweet that has, like, probably 40,000 retweets and it's really good it's from um kaibutsu um and they said um they were like quoting um niall when he said the seasoning is on oh wait i forgot to say um niall snapped later the seasoning is on everyone calm down <laughs> like periods and like on a blink um like snapchat canvas and the seasoning is on everyone yeah, calm down so funny and then um this person on twitter said the seasoning is on quoting him uh, dot to dot sale the counter the shopping list because I don't see it on that bird which is just so good um, poor Niall man um, and then the next day um, Niall came back and said um, he posted a uh, picture of um, of a seasoned piece of chicken I don't know and he said um, post Jimmy a look at that lovely seasoned in quotation mark chicken breast um, which is just so funny and then he posted a s- selfie of him like laughing which I just thought was great um, I don't know I feel like Niall's the lighthearted guy and he is I'm just like oh poor Niall he's trying his best to cook <laughs> but like dude like um, yeah. that was so funny that I love that so he's funny. like in with the jokes I know I'm glad down with the kids he is really down with it and he doesn't like I feel like to take his view seriously no. like everyone just like kind of like you yeah. know just, he gets it yeah like, he he's gets teasing it. us right back yeah I love it I'm glad that he like um went the next day and like really <laughs> tried to <laughs> know. um you know sought out a yeah. seasoned turkey breast chicken breast whatever the heck Beautiful. um yeah okay an hour in <laughs> how, how much are we? it doesn't matter 45 minutes oh that's not that bad not too bad i feel like wow. that's kind of actually average yeah. um anyway if you made it this far god bless um our main discussion um you probably never thought it was coming but guess what here it is <laughs> um so our main discussion we're finally doing um a chat about wolves a lyric discussion because we were talking about like there's gonna be so much mm-hmm. happening next year we have to do all these lyrical analysis that we want to do over the past like five albums because guess what we're gonna be doing all this new stuff we, we truly can... will never get anything no else we're done. never gonna talk about anything ever again like yeah. except the new stuff so we have to do the old stuff now and we've wanted to talk about wolves for a while because like um the lyrics are kind of like question mark questionable mm-hmm. um caitlin in particular doesn't like them a lot and reading these through i'm like oh god um but the music is really good so there's a dilemma there so we want to talk about this and um so let's get into it um wolves is a third bonus track between walking in the wind and am 
in or on One Direction's fifth album, Made in the AM. It was written by Niall, Liam, Will Sham- Champlin, Ian Franzio, and Andrew Haas. So these are like kind of new names that we don't know. I mean, obviously, mm. other than Niall and Liam, <laughs> who are those randos? But yeah, um, so these are kind of, you know, not the old standard reliables that we're used to. Um, and Liam said about Wolves. Um, actually, do you want to read it? Sure. Liam said, to me, Wolves is about, you've got this great girl, and it makes me think of being in the club, and loads of guys are trying it on with your girl, and you're just like, no. (laughs) I get quite angry in these sort of situations, and yeah, it's like a bunch of different guys, and you've got a hot girl, and people just keep trying it on with her, and you're just like, for goodness sake, I'm feeling, I'm coming for you, so I fight them like wolves. God, whatever. Wow. Um... I remember, like, I'm just, like, remembering, like, when we first got the track listing, I'm like, oh, my God, One Direction has a song called Wolves. Yeah. Like, my life is complete because I'm a wolf stan from day one. Um, <laughs> we get this. I mean, the music is great, but I, I just, like, with my, like, you know, my deep down hope is that it was going to be about their friendship and, like, the tight-knit community mm-hmm. that One Direction is. Um, and just, like, because wolves are such, like, a pack animal. Like, I don't understand why people say lone wolf, because they're not. They're, like, very, this is going to go, I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum. But, like, I just feel like if anyone has ever heard a song that, like, wolves aren't demonized in, and they're not used as, like, a predator, because um, wolves are more than that, I want, like, please <laughs> let me know, because I would love to have a playlist of, like, good wolf songs in my life. Um that's just my like i made a movie this semester and i used wolves in a positive way oh really yeah it was about off well it was for my evolutionary psychology class and like i edited in like every time someone said offspring there was this picture of a mommy wolf in her cub oh like spliced in and it was really funny (laughs) god you should see it that sounds really good (laughs) um but yeah i remember my disappointment but um Anyway, um, what was your first impression of this song? Like, where were you on the time of the listen? I don't know if I listen? remember exactly the first time I heard it. Because um, it was probably one of the later yeah, ones I listened was, to because yeah. I listened in order. But I think, like, I loved the music right away. But I think right as I listened to it, I was unsure about the lyrics. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure, like, right off the bat, I wasn't sure about the lyrics. Especially because, like, I knew we were anticipating, like, you had highly anticipated wanting a really positive wolf one. Yeah. And, like, so I was listening to the lyrics, like, yeah. right from the beginning and being like, is this going to be a positive wolf song? And then it wasn't. And then, like, there was also just kind of, like, uncomfortable bits. Um, but I think, I mean, I know I love the music right off the bat. I so think good. Musically, it's one of the best songs on the yeah. album. Uh, which is weird. I think it's, like, right up there with the music of Olivia. Like, really just, like, fun. So good. Old school. And good. Yeah, very old school. Just, like... <sighs> so so good um but the lyrics were definitely a let down from the beginning like if the lyrics were good i think it would be one of my favorite songs like honestly like i still like it because of the music is so good so i don't know it's just so catchy that i can't like let it slip through my fingers yeah but i don't know it just like uh i just it had so so much potential Mm -hmm. um and it's it's funny because like my friend i remember like we were doing the thing where we were like listening to only a few songs like a day and like kind of like spreading it out um and i like adopted caitlin's like um way of listening to music um or like the album that way like mm-hmm. i didn't before but my like when i went over to my friend's house um when the album came out she's like carrie you have to listen to wolves like i just want to like make you hear because like she loved it so much that mm-hmm. um i was just like okay fine i guess so like i listened to it like out of order um and i only listened to that one time so i remember really mm-hmm. like the music but i like didn't wasn't able to like really 
like listen to it listen to it because i only wanted to listen to it one time and then like be like okay i'll like save her for the next time whatever mm-hmm. i don't really i that made no sense and honestly i don't know why like that was my um philosophy but whatever um i just like remember loving the music too um and i don't know i just like have so much sadness in my heart so let's jump into this lyric analysis um like <laughs> as if it isn't 50 minutes into the podcast already <laughs> yeah let's jump right ahead um so we're you know gonna um see if this song is as sketchy as we think or if it's more sketchy or if there's like interpretations um interpretations you can hold close to your heart and pretend that's what they meant and <laughs> ignore everything liam said i, I think that you can still like it, even if it is... It's in the eye of the beholder. I mean, you can like you can like things that are, like, objectively Terrible. not great. Um, that's my... I mean, like, everything... I, no, I'm not going to say everything. But I just feel like, as human beings, like, anyone you like is going to be... Like, is going to have problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, like, I, I was I reading say. something. I think it was on Tumblr. And someone was commenting on something and then someone responded (laughs) this is a great story (laughs) um saying like that sounded like the people who say like why your fave is the worst you know that tumblr site Uh, like yeah your fave is problematic yeah your fave is problematic and it's like where like literally someone could just like walk across the street and like that would be problematic and they'd have like this whole background behind everything yeah so like i mean you can't find there's like context and it just like i don't know people grow yeah and exactly and i feel like a lot of the like culture <laughs> of the internet and i'm trying to like get out of that kind of like pit where it's like if someone does something wrong like 10 years ago they can't if they don't apologize yeah that's mm-hmm. uh, uh not good i'm <laughs> trying not to swear okay um but you know yeah that's all i have to say i just feel like it's like there's i mean us 10 years on. ago we probably did a lot of problematic stuff yeah and i like, hate the word problematic so much but it like is the word that like gets the feeling across but it's like yeah yeah everyone has problems everyone (laughs) says grow and learn and change but it's like as long as you're trying your best and apologizing for things i think but like okay (laughs) let's jump into this before i because i'm like kind of like all over the place i'm just like everything has 12 (laughs) sides um the title i'm gonna do this for you thanks what do you feel about the title Um, i mean i feel like you covered everything i was gonna say i was gonna say that like i know you felt hopeful about like it being about wolves when we first saw it and then it wasn't why would i ever have any hope in this dreadful (laughs) world um at least there's a wolf emoji now but it's not that cute but oh i need to go see. yeah it's like too harsh (laughs) and i want it to be cute but oh God, wolves are just giant dogs. Why don't you people understand that? Except like they're wild animals too, but like they're cute. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think the title is fine. It's a good yeah. title. I mean, anything that like brings wolves into my consciousness is yeah. good. So yeah. yeah. Um, so we start out here. Harry says, I hear them calling for you. I hear them calling for you. And I feel like this drops us right into the action. It does. Um, and I think it does, like, it. I, I, um, I like it. And I like that he started off with, like, the howling, like, mm. the wolves. I think it was very thematic, and I yeah. love that they added that in. Um, the song is so thematic. Like, everything. I know. It's It's good. like they really went back and were like, okay, where can we put this howling in every word? It's and, so like, good. It I love so that. Because they and, didn't like, have to do sense. that. But yeah. it's so good. It sounds like werewolves are singing it, and yeah. I love it. Um, oh, my God, that reminds me of my, um, uh, what's it called? 
my Harry, no, not Harry Potter, Halloween little like story One Direction. Oh when yeah, I, when that you was need a, to do again. I know, I want to. I want to Kara to tell her to write some more. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Um. So, and I think that like using the word them, like the disembodied them, mm-hmm. adds like a creepier like feel to it. It adds like the threat because it sounds like a supernatural kind of like element, like mm-hmm. monster. It's like you don't know who it is. It's yeah. just like them, like the ominous them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and I do like you were saying like. It, how it just sort of a lot of songs start with sort of like this musical intro or like yeah. start with the first verse this starts with like just like gets you so into it, it starts with like the ooze and the calling yeah. for you and it just immediately the music is so good in the beginning like it just sucked me right in it's such a good beat um and like you're also interested in the story because who is this them yeah um and i think there's like i feel like there's female backing with the ooze I don't know, but like it didn't feel like it was just the boys there because it feel I have like to listen then. yeah, um, which I liked actually. I think that it added uh, like a cool dimension with j- like a different mm-hmm. like different tones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't hear female backing otherwise, but like there it was like I don't know. It could have been one of the boys, but I truly high I don't know. It, it seemed like it had like a deeper like tone to it though. I don't know. It wasn't like falsetto. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You'll have to listen. Um, so you, do you have anything else to say about the little bit? Nope. But yeah, I really like the ooze. That's what I gotta say. Um, So then we have Liam coming in. He says, I feel the waves getting started. It's a rush inside I can't control. Your eyes keep pulling me in. Um, I know, I know, I know. Um, And I feel like this feels very werewolfy to me. Mm. Like I feel the waves getting started. Like it seems like the moon is full and he's about to like transform and like can't control it. Um, That's what the song's really about. Yeah. This I mean, is like a Lupin song. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of Lupin serious fan fiction, guys. So good. We're making up for lost time because we yeah. like, weren't like in the fandom back in the day. Well, we were in the fandom, but we weren't in the like, Harry Potter fandom, yeah. We were in the Harry Potter fandom, but not in like the. I didn't read Remus serious Yeah. Fic. I read a lot of Marauders, but it was more like James Lily focused. Back on oldfanfic.net. Yup. Oh, classic. Wow. TBT to Twilight fanfiction. Oh my god. I read so many things. God. Wow. Um, And yeah, it feels like it's like he's like they're kind of talking about like... Uh, actually, no, I'll get into this later. But um, I don't know. The image that I, I'm getting from this is also very like wolfy. Like I'm imagining like yellow eyes and smoke. That's like what mm. this is like giving to me. Um. Uh, but I feel like the singer is a wolf too because like this just like a wolf as in like kind of like a um, hypermasculine man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. If that's what we're equating them to. But yeah. whatever, like justice for the wolves. But um, <laughs> yeah, it feels like he is not blameless. Like we mm-hmm. know that he's not blameless, but like he feels like I feel like he knows that he's mm-hmm. not blameless. Yeah, either. I felt that in other parts of it yeah. too. Um, but for me, this part was also just very much sort of those like uncontrollable bubbling up like sort of attraction emotions Mm. that this person's feeling for someone like with that water imagery and like it's all bubbling up and you can't control it yeah um and like the with the eyes keep pulling me in it was like sort of that feeling where if you're in a room with someone that you're attracted to you almost like know where they are at all times Mm. and like i don't know and me at like a a 1d concert when harry's moving exactly (laughs) that's that's pretty much what i meant (laughs) um um, and like you just like know where they are and your eyes are sort of drawn to them almost like magnetic like yeah um and i felt like that's what it was yeah um i like that better because i was like feeling like this was sort of um the speaker saying like oh um 
it's like natural it's instinctual i can't control like my jealousy and anger and like Mm. sort of like lashing out because it's like embedded in me it's like as a man like i you know like i hate that argument so much that like as soon as i saw this like my mind immediately jumped to it like because you know like i don't know Mm -hmm. um sometimes you immediately jump to the worst conclusions but i like the it better being about the attraction (laughs) um but it could be both i guess Mm -hmm. um but I don't know. I, th- I feel like that um, society and slash men use that argument too much that it's like, oh, it's just like a part, a part of our like, um, you know, build the way we were made or whatever. Evolutionary. Just, yeah. And it's that's stupid and dumb. And it's like you're a human being. You can control your emotions like yeah. we get it and you can control your actions. So yeah. um, anyway, um, any more to say? What did, what did you think about this? I know. Yeah. I know. Because I, I wasn't, I mean, I get why it's there, but also is it just there to sort of like semi rhyme or slash rhyme or whatever the hell mm. with my soul, my soul, my soul. Like I know my soul, like it had to have an equal. Like, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like it could be, I don't know. It seems like he's almost like talking to someone and like, mm-hmm. um, cause then the next line is like, your friends are always talking about me. Um, so it's like, um, I know, I get it. I get it. Like you're, Mm -hmm. you don't think you're like, I'm good enough for you or something. Mm -hmm. Your friends don't think I'm good enough for you. Or, um, he, like, he knows that he can't like control it. And like, Mm -hmm. he knows it's like inevitable, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like he just like very certain. So he's like, says I know three times. Yeah. And it's also one of those ones that could be like, I know your friends are all talking about it. Like it could go either way. Yeah. Split it up this way. But like, you know, it could be, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so let's jump into the Louis bit. He says, your friends all talking about me. They say I got no chance at all, but your fire is burning deep in my soul, my soul, my soul. He sounds so good here. He literally, oh my God. This is like just perfect Louis Rasp voice. Yeah. Sounded so amazing. I need like his music to be in this right here. I would love to hear Louis sing this whole song by himself. Oh my God. It would be really good. Yeah. I feel like it would fit really well. I mean, just change the lyrics, but my God, we should have it. I feel like there's so many One Direction songs. We're like, we need to rewrite this. We need to do that one episode. That'd be so fun. Yeah, I don't know like what how we would be able to do that, but um, we will. That'd be fun. Um, do you want to start off this one? Sure. Um, so to me, this is like there's a group of people telling this person that uh, he's not good enough for this girl or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and like there's no way, there's no chance that you're gonna get her. Um, but this is not stopping the person because um, they're so attracted to them. And I did like the, but your fire is burning deep yeah. in my soul. That reminds me of like when we discussed um, the fire in eyes and light in yeah. eyes. Um, back when we discussed light imagery, I think we talked about it. How sometimes like the the girl is the possessor of the light or like she's putting light in someone else's eyes or whoever it is in the relationship is putting light in her eyes or like you don't know. But this seems like... Um, like she's starting a fire in someone else's soul, yeah. um, which I, I liked that imagery. Yeah, definitely. And also, um, we're <clears throat> like, we were talking about the waves getting started. So it's like, the, uh, mm-hmm. I love when they, um, combine wave, like the water and fire imagery. I think they're just like so great because I feel like emotions are just like so confusing and all mm-hmm. over the place that it, like using those two contrasting images is like pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, all I have to say is, like, if if your friends don't like a guy, though, like, listen to your friends. Like, or if your friends don't like a romantic interest of yours, your friends are usually right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm like, okay, right off the bat, I don't like the speaker that much because, like, I trust the, the girl's friends mm-hmm. automatically because um, they're usually right and they usually know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
um, this like uh, you know um, adds a layer of another layer of drama, not just the guys in the club, but then like the other people too. So it's kind of just like all sides. They're yeah. like they have a lot of um, tension between mm-hmm. um, just like you know will they or won't they? Um, and like they got no chance at all. Um, I was thinking like it could be like of you know getting with the girl or like fighting fighting off all the guys <laughs> like i don't know which one it is um i, I guess this. it could be both but <laughs> don't want it to be either um but yeah i definitely liked the fire part um and i couldn't really tell if they were already in the established established relationship from the first two lines but mm-hmm. i feel like your fire is burning deep in my soul is not something you say to <laughs> someone you just met at a club um because the club isn't the best place to find a lover as i cheer <laughs> Um, which is true. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's, that's kind of like setting up the fact that they're already in established relationships. And then Mm -hmm. like, I feel like this kind of whole song is about like jealousy problems, Mm -hmm. um, which I feel like could have been done in a better way. Yeah. Cause I feel like jealousy and like irrational jealousy is like a problem that a lot of people have in relationships and it like is a destructing factor, Mm -hmm. destructive factor. But it's like when you get possessive over someone, then it becomes like dangerous and like bad, but it's like. I don't know. I think that, like, they weren't, like, kind of exploring those dimensions. I think they were kind of just, like, putting it all on, like, I'm jealous and, like, I know it's kind of bad, but I'm not going to really do anything to, like, fix it. Mm-hmm. I did really like the repetition of in my soul, my soul, so my good, soul. Yeah. I felt it was really playful and it just went along with the really, like, bouncy music that yeah. goes on in this song. I loved the repetition there, too. And also, like, my soul is such, like, a deep... Mm. like i don't know i feel like it made it more meaningful than just like i don't know i know i know i know yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and I like just, if you're gonna yeah. repeat a word like oh, that's what you learn yeah. when like talking about poetry and writing and stuff if an author uses the same word twice like they're consciously doing that and yeah. they know meaning like pay attention to this word it's important there's a reason we chose this one to repeat so repeating my soul makes a lot more sense to me than repeating sort of a filler throwaway line which is i know yeah i like, think they were just trying to do like the yeah, so they parallel. Can do, yeah, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Up next. Yes. We have Niall. Um, it's sort of the pre-chorus, or it is the pre-chorus, not sort of. Um, he says, I ain't up for debating, ain't enough for the taking. Um, you got the whole world shaking, which I thought it was like, you got the wall shaking or something, but I guess it's mm. world. Um, so I guess he doesn't want to have a calm, collected, rational talk, <laughs> which is always my, you know, that's that's what i want that's how i think everything should be solved or like most things but i guess he's not up for that like a little (laughs) classic um you know debate in the club (laughs) no um it's too loud for that so you just gotta fight apparently um uh whatever i think that this is like kind of um hyper masculine Mm -hmm. and like i keep using that word but i feel like this kind of whole song is very yeah about that um and what does ain't enough for the taking mean again isn't that like a phrase Oh, I was thinking that it was, I mean, I can look it up, but I I thought it was, like, one of the worst (laughs) lyrics out of this whole thing because, oh, crap, Um, because it, um, hopefully this isn't doing anything. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought that it was, like, kind of, like, saying the, like, they were talking about the girl and, like, she isn't enough to share, which is really messed up. And, like, yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm, like, that's how I interpreted it. And it, like, seemed, like, very steal my girl to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but I mean, like, you know, the girl's her own person and mm-hmm. people can't take other people like that. Um, I just, I don't know. I really was not a fan of that line. Um, are you finding anything for enough of the taking? I don't have anything. But I feel like there's some phrase that sounds like that. Not exactly mm-hmm. that one, but sounds like that. Something about something about the taking. Like, 
enough for the taking. I forget what it is, though. Hmm. I, don't I don't know. know. Do you know, like, what it means? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I did at some point, but there's something not ringing a bell correctly in my head. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, I felt the same thing. And then the, you got the whole world shaking. I was didn't know if it was supposed to sort of be, like, the whole world's talking about her and the whole or the whole club or whoever is all talking about it or like his whole world is shaking because like oh, she's moved him or yeah. like or like he's so I'd like that a lot better <laughs> yeah <laughs> then it's like the whole like oh got six seven billion people in the world world or, or something get after you like that's the yeah. vibe is trying like it's also giving me hmm. from seeing my girl mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but so, I do like the way the the you got the whole world shaking really sounds cool in that. Yeah, way. I mean, yeah, I mean it's great musically. Like <laughs> yeah. everything is so good musically. Like I think that the pre-chorus sounds really cool too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like I feel like this whole thing. I I talked about this earlier, but like uh, this like kind of. S- although I don't know, I don't think these lyrics are the best to portray it. But like I don't know if like they are dramatizing. Um like the jealousy and like playing it up to like show that it's unhealthy or um i don't know but i don't think they did do that no. but like i wish they could have because they could have done that and i feel yeah. like jealousy i just feel like they i don't know done it in a way but i don't think they did it i mean the other thing that i noted down on a couple of the other verses where i saw it more was that i could also see it being interpreted as sort of like I hear them calling for you as in like cat callers oh, like yeah. men cat calling to women and like if this is your like partner and you're in a relationship with someone and they're being more protective rather than like jealous angry but like sort of upset on your behalf that you have to deal with like cat callers and like yeah. they want to then like get protective and defensive which still I have a problem with like guys being like oh i'm gonna save you from the cat collar but like also because they usually make it worse (laughs) yeah right so but like i could see that also being an interpretation of the song Mm. um especially in moments that it feels like they're more in a relationship yeah um but based on what liam said i don't know if that was the intention of writing the song but like i can also interpret it from that perspective authorial intent is ain't always the only thing exactly um, so now we're getting into the chorus, or did you want to say anything else? No, I'm done. Okay, cool. So the chorus is a Harry, um, and he goes, In the middle of the night, when the wolves come out, head to straight for your heart like a bullet in the dark. One by one, I gotta take them down, but they run and hide, ain't going down without a fight. Um, I hear them calling for you, I hear them calling, in the middle of the night, when the wolves come out, headed straight for your heart, they come straight for your heart, and then I hear them calling for you, I hear them calling for you. Um, so here I feel like it's the first time we, like, see the direct connection between, like, um, the other people and, or, like, the other men and, um, wolves, um, and, um, I mean, like, it's a metaphor, it's, like, you know, it's effective, Mm -hmm. and it, like, it's kind of getting the point across, because, like, I mean, I guess in culture, wolves are seen as, like, very predatorial, um, and dangerous i mean they are okay whatever but like um i feel like it does add like the drama and like headed straight for your heart because um i didn't write that much for this because i was like i don't because i feel like it seems like very like straightforward for some reason for me but like Mm -hmm. i like that they use straight for your heart because it seemed like um i mean for one that seems like very animalistic and violent um which like fits with the rest of the song and also um straight your heart like romantically and like you know that works i think well mm-hmm. um but what do you have to say well firstly 
Um, I like just sound-wise how Harry did some of the lines sort of almost solo, and then some of the other ones were more mixed with the other boys' voices. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I thought it was interesting saying it was in the middle of the night, because, like, that's when you would picture wolves to be out and whatever, but, like, with humans, that could definitely be, like, a party or a club yeah. or, like, whatever it is. Um, didn't know about the comparison of the bullet in the dark. Just yeah, because, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're shooting a gun in the dark, it would be more likely to miss than if you are in the daytime. Yeah, I didn't really But also, that. it comes out of the blue, almost, in the dark, because you oh, can't see as much. Okay. I don't know. I, I really, really hate gun imagery. Like, that turns me off from songs so much. Um, so, like, I really don't like this anyway. I just, I just hate when gun imagery is used in music. Um, so, that's a turn-off. Um, about, like, the directly talking about the wolves and you were sort of saying this in culture wolves are seen as sort of this bad thing and um i was thinking just about like the stories we heard growing up like the three little pigs or little red riding hood um especially little red riding hood where um the wolf is often seen as like the evil creature that sort of like uh takes the innocent girl and like defiles her is that the word defile um and I can see that almost being that sort of paternalistic type of character in this jealous guy where he's like, I don't want the wolves to like ruin your innocence. Like I'm your protector. Like yeah. I'm going to save you. It's very like little red riding hood, big bad wolf type of thing, which yeah. um, like, obviously that's a comparison, but I don't like it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not like, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm glad he's protecting her. Like he like owns her body. Um, no, um, but um what am i gonna say um oh and then one by one take them down that's very much like as they come i'm gonna take them down and i'm gonna get them and one by one i'm gonna like take them off and like just very like violent imagery that i really don't like sounds like an angry man um like i get if it's a cat caller and they're like but i mean it's still that like that sort of like I don't know. Like, that's not how you deal with a cat caller. Exactly. By, like, I'm going to go beat them up. Like, don't fight violence with violence. It's just, like, very, um, like... Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Not using, like, your brain and your, like, head for not things. Not that cat callers freaking use their brain. But, like... Yeah. Yeah, because I've had a lot of discussions with my friends with this. <clears> and it's, like, it's interesting when you're with men while you're also being catcalled. It's, like... Because women, unfortunately, are used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just like, okay, we'll just ignore it and, like, keep on moving. Because, like, that's what you have to do kind of to survive. Or else, like, you, you have a fear of, like, them actually attacking mm-hmm. and killing you. Or anything. Just attacking you in general. Um, but, like, when men are there. Just, like, why are you, like... They kind of, like, have this, like, feeling, like, why are you letting this happen? Like, I'm mm-hmm. going go to go over and, like, yell at them or beat them up. I teach them. Yeah. Like- it's, like, they'll, like, uh, escalate the situation. Like, when women are taught that, like like you know like we have to keep our heads down to just like survive and like kind of just like keep going on like we don't have like we can't just go over there and like punch them or whatever mm-hmm. first of all it's not going to solve anything second of all like they could attack us back like i just like don't understand because it's, it's so interesting to be like with yeah. men because like it just like they feel like they i don't know like aggression's the only way to do it and like they don't understand that like I don't know if a woman is like by herself or like in a group of women mm-hmm. like there's things that we have to do to like survive and like I know. Keep my dad going. will always say like Caitlin why don't you just say not just for cat calling but just like any sort of situation yeah. it's like you don't understand you're not in my shoes like yeah that's just something I can't do and like for others like sort of public confrontations where I've been around guys and things have happened it's not necessarily just cat calling it's just anything is very like yeah. sort of assume the worst aggressive not for every guy obviously but like a lot of times i feel like there's sort of like an aggressive 
sort of protective, like, I don't know, stance that they have immediately. Um, yeah. And that definitely comes across in this song. Yeah. Especially with this, like, now this line I saw different lyrics for, but they run and hide or but we run and hide. So oh. I don't really know what it is. Um, but like, it's like, we're not going down without a fight. We're not running and hiding or they're not running and hiding. Like, this mm. is going to come to a confrontation and we're going to like work this out not in not with words um, with our fists because we're men <laughs> yeah um but yeah but i also, just don't know yeah and like i was just remembering another like um thing this happened a, a few years ago um me and my friends we were like out late and like with some like like some guy friends or whatever and we were asking them if they could like walk us home because like mm-hmm. we were going through like a place that like um has had men like call us and like kind of chase after us before so we were like can you guys like walk us home because like we don't feel safe it's late whatever mm-hmm. and they were like oh that's so weird i would have never like thought that this is a place like a dangerous place or like a bad place i would have never thought to like that's so weird you guys are asking us to like walk you home or something mm-hmm. it's like they don't even like think about it it's like not even like in their mind it's so crazy yeah. but um, yeah and then also for the lines i hear them calling for you i was thinking like if these wolves are calling for her, like, it could also be that she's a wolf, if we're thinking of more empowering <laughs> storyline. The wolves are calling for her because she's, like, part of the pack. Ooh. And we twist the story, and it's not negative. Um, I don't know how that fits in with everything. It could be the friends that yeah. they're calling for you. They're like, get away from him. Yeah. Come so, join the pack. Then it's, then it's, like, still bad, but it's, like, <laughs> at least we have, like, a good, like, female, like, pack. Yeah. God, I really want to write something that it just, like, the female pack. Like, that just, like, oh, okay, I need to do that. Okay, um, do And it. also, I, I think that, like, again, with, like, um, I hear them calling for you. I think that this is, like, um, we don't see them, and, like, uh this kind of like plays into the whole irrational jealousy because it's mm-hmm. like you hear them calling but you don't see them yeah. so it's like it's not really based in anything um i mean like the other things like kind of seem like they're like actual physical evidence but like this one kind of just seems like it's all in the guy's head and it's like really irrational and just like it's unnecessary jealousy and the fact that it's like they're coming straight for your heart rather than like for your body yeah it's like maybe she has another person she's attracted to or like yeah she's falling in love with someone else you don't have ownership on her heart or like whatever just because you think you should um if they're coming for her heart then that seems like it would be deeper than i mean i get the sort of actual wolf might want to kill and go for the kill with the heart but like heart in the human sense means something different um so i just you definitely get those sort of like ownership steal my girl vibes for sure God, <laughs> like they already had a song called "Literally Steal My Girl." Like, like we don't need a set, part two. But on the bright side, the ooze sound playful and fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there. Um, I wanna. We should no. You know what we should do instead of rewriting this? We should rewrite write it from like the girl's perspective and just like make That's it a song cool. about friendship and wolves. That's like what we should do. Perfect. Um, okay, so we have Liam now. I keep on holding tight now, um, because your body's telling me don't let go. Um, I'm just gonna separate, like, Liam and Louie and Niles' lines. Um, I really, (laughs) I really don't like this line. Um, just because, like, first of all, I don't know, it just, like, seems like he is, I I really don't like the thing where it's, like, um, your body's telling me. Um, I think in Little White Lies, like, this is kind of, um, the same 
type mm-hmm. of line is like where your body's telling me something but your words are telling me something else mm-hmm. and it just like listen to someone's words and not like what you presume their body to be telling you yeah. because like you don't you're not as good as reading people as you think they are and like generally actually all the time just like listen to people like what they say and not like yeah. how you think they're acting because it's just like frustrating but like, like that's a thing is her mouth saying don't let yeah. go too yeah <laughs> or God. just her body yeah it's like is does the mouth count as part of your body because it's like whatever yeah um yeah, and this one, if we were interpreting it as the cat call, this I could see it being as a more relationship. Like if someone's holding on to each other, like especially I was thinking in paparazzi situations where yeah. you've seen the boys. Like I've seen Louis with his sister and like holding hands, like walking with the paparazzi, mm-hmm. like trying to protect her because not just because he, he's a guy and he has to protect, but also like he's the guy who's famous and like he's yeah. more used to it than someone like tagging along like a younger sister. So like. I could see that as like you wanting to hold on to someone else or just like walking groups like when the paparazzi are coming or like you're going through a really crowded place in a club or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um that's sort of a more positive interpretation but yeah yeah i like that one better um but in general i just don't like using the like the body instead of like no i hate but i mean (laughs) i guess like it's a song you have to but it's like you can choose to I know. describe something else i i have like there's so many different arguments you can make I but know. it's like in general it's like you could always mm-hmm. cut that line um and then louis we're gonna be starting up trouble i know i know i know again with the like we're just gonna fight it out the <laughs> fight's gonna about to go down yeah. aggressive it's, things are they're coming like out. there's just nothing else we could do we just have to fight <laughs> to the death right here in this club i guess like they're just what else could we possibly do except maybe let the girl like live her own life and maybe also have a chat like normal human beings like <laughs> that's so not an option no yeah. no you're right we got to talk Don't with our be fists silly. yeah you're right what if instead of like fighting with your fist you draw a little face on your fist and, <laughs> and talk it out that way you know yeah yeah so that way you're talking with your fists but in a more healthy and communicative manner through hand puppets yes oh my god honestly like next time i if i you know i don't go to clubs often but next time in a club and i see two men trying to fight i'm just gonna be like hold on let me take off my socks and you guys can battle this out like real men <laughs> I'd have some, like, glue sticks and, like, googly eyes and, like, some yarn hair, honestly. (laughs) I don't know, but, like, now I'm dying to see this happen. Um, Um, Honestly, yeah. Okay. Um, Niall. This is, like, one of the coolest, like... really is. Like, sounding things in the song. It's bringing my demons out more than ever now. Your beauty could start a war as you walk in the door. Okay. First of all, I love the first two lines there. The second ones are, like, I feel, like, very forced again. (laughs) Um, I don't think that, like... I don't know. It seems like they were kind of like trying really mm-hmm. hard to fit something in there, but I think the first, the first like the way he sings it is like so like. I know. I don't know. I'm making hand motions. So I know Kayla cool. knows what I'm. I know. I know you guys. Hopefully you guys know what I mean too. <laughs> the 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 song the sound of it like the tune of it. The, yeah. I don't know. This sort of like punchiness. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good um, way. Did you have things to say? Yeah, I think that this is like um, the line that like really struck me as like the speaker knows he's in the wrong here, mm-hmm. that his jealousy is unfounded yeah. and bad. Um, <laughs> like he doesn't need to be jealous and he shouldn't be jealous because like demons obviously isn't like a good thing. <laughs> That's not a positive imagery. I mean, like it, for normal people, like I'd probably use that on a day to day basis, but it's fine. Um, like he shouldn't be jealous, but he is and he's acting irrationally about it. So like he is acting in a more forceful and aggressive mm-hmm. and violent manner than he should. Um, because it's like his demons um and 
I don't think he's making excuses. I think that he's like, his demons are a part of him. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, I don't want to use it as like, oh, it's my demons. I can't like do anything about it. I Mm -hmm. feel like he like is like aware. But your like aggressive side is coming out. But it's like, do better. (laughs) But like, yeah. Um, I think that like this line is the one that was like, oh, could I read this whole like song like this? But Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think I can. But like, I think that this line is almost it it could have like redeemed the song but i don't think it did mm-hmm. like it but yeah i think it added like a new light that like the person knows that they're wrong, in the wrong too and yeah. that they're a wolf too yeah that's the interesting part about this and i didn't realize that until doing this song interpretation yeah like that the guy is also a wolf yeah um what did i have oh the beauty could start a war um i feel like that's an allusion to helen of troy yeah. and the trojan horse and the trojan war and all that great stuff didn't know much about it but because, like, she started a war over her beauty or something. Yeah. Or, like, a war was started over her beauty. Something dumb. Yeah. Um, but, like... She was just trying to live her dang life, probably. <laughs> probably. And then there's men. <laughs> Aren't there always? <laughs> We're going to lose all our male listeners today. <laughs> it's all good, y'all. If you're not, no. like, you know, if you're not, like, aggressive and violent and stuff, like, we're not talking about you. No. You're beautiful. Yeah, you're great. I mean, honestly, if you like One Direction, you probably are a decent person. Yeah. Oh, like, that's, that's so all, true. I mean, that's kind what of a generalization. That loving in One Direction means you're more loving in everything else. That fortune I got. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, true. what are you talking about? You're just, like, speaking <laughs> random words right now. I'm like, but yeah, you're right. Um, and then when she walks in the door, that reminded me definitely of, like, a lot of the songs where it's like she walks in the club and everyone turns at her it's or like, like that's not how it works she has the skinny jeans and everyone looks at her it's like everyone's wearing skinny jeans relax yeah like so <laughs> there's just something where it's like it's kind of like you're out of touch with reality because yeah. like that's i mean like in like the cinderella story or something yeah, that's what I was thinking. oh my god <laughs> that's such a classic movie I know. um but the love interest is so bad and like re-watching it you like realize how bad Chad yeah. michael murray is oh. but whatever um Still classic tune. I mean, yeah. movie, film. Um, but yeah. Um, just like out of touch with the reality, like overly sensitive and overly jealous, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, so then I think that we're, it's kind of just, oh, no, no. It's um, the pre-chorus and then the chorus again. And then there's a Wait, Liam. but the pre-chorus changes from you got the whole world shaking to we got the oh, whole world shaking. Oh, wow. Good catch there, I buddy. I liked it. I like when I like that a lot better. When lyrics switch up like that, like yeah, they'll like mostly subtle. stay the same, but then there'll be like a little change, so you know that's very purposeful. And like, mm. why did they choose to do that? Um, and to me, it seems like maybe they're more of a team. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. And like they're on the same page, and like our relationship is going to shake the world, or we're going to do powerful things together, or something. Yeah, I like that, that a lot a better. better. Um. <clears throat> But then we get into <laughs> another little um, not great piece. Um, Niall and Liam. I wish it wasn't true, but the whole world's trying to get a piece of you. Um, and my heart keeps fighting in this battle of fools. Gotta make it through. Gotta make it through. And then the great howls again. Yeah. Um, but this is, again, like the whole steal my girl vibes. It's like the whole world isn't trying to get a piece of also a piece. What mm-hmm. the heck, y'all? Um, we have to see women as full people. Yeah. That's a problem not just, when you just want a piece of someone. I know. And you can't like, just have a piece. I feel like it's so interesting because, like, our ads, like, um, our advertisements, like, so mm-hmm. are, like, because they only show, like, a lot of times, like, they don't okay. even show the head or, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. very disembodied and, like, we don't see women as whole people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, every part of our media, like, you know, goes with that fact and runs with it and it just becomes a whole horrible culture of disembodied women. Um, that sounded horrible. But that like, would be honestly, a really interesting horror story if all like the disembodied advertisement women came alive and like they were all missing heads and like 
body Whoa, movements. that'd be a great feminist, like, yeah. horror story. Someone, a feminist horror story? I could not see anything more up my alley. That is beautiful. <gasps> wow, that would be great. Um, but I think that the, um, my heart keeps trying to fight, in, or my heart keeps fighting this battle of fools. Like, battle of fools. Like, they know they're dumb. Yeah, they know the they're stupid. That's the line that really cued me into, yeah. like, he's also one of the fools. Like, yeah. he's, in, and he's he a fool, it. and he knows it. Yeah. Like, he's an idiot. Yeah. So that's but why... he's just gonna keep doing it, because apparently she's worth it. Yeah. But, like, yeah. So I like that there was, like, more dimension than just, like, steal my girl, where it's, like, everyone's trying to steal my girl. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. The end of story. But this one's, like... Like, oh, people are trying to, quote unquote, steal my girl. But, like, also, I'm being an idiot. And, like, why am I acting like this? Slightly self-aware. Yes, yeah, slightly self-aware. I wish there was more of that. But, yeah. yeah, I like that there's, like, a little bit of, um you know, spice in there. Mm-hmm. I liked the um gotta make it through when it went into the ooze yeah, right there. so good. Like, the just connection of the through to the ooze. And it was yeah. really cool sounding. Yeah, agreed. But not the lyrics again. <sighs> Yeah, and just another like battle. Battle is like another violent thing. Mm. So like this. I whole... hate violent imagery. Get that away from me, please. Yeah, I mean like if you're trying to like, um, I don't know. Yeah, they could have done it better. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it, right? And that's it. Yeah, that's and then we get back into the chorus and it ends. I hear them calling for you. So it's like very unfinished. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, the speaker doesn't come to terms with their jealousy at all. <laughs> it's just like we're stuck exactly where we started from. We started exactly with the same line. I hear yeah. them calling for you. So it's kind of like, I think it's like kind of like a jealous cycle that mm-hmm. the speaker seems like they're never going to get out of because they don't feel like they can trust the girl they like. Mm-hmm. And it's just like kind of frustrating because it's like if you don't have trust in someone, then yep. you can't have a dang thing. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Um. So... Let's get into the music of it. Okay. Um, instruments. Um, I feel like it's like very like um in the beginning there's like piano. I think that's piano like or keyboard mm-hmm. and it like just gave me like fifties <gasps> vibes. I said the same thing. Really like yeah. gre- like grease vibes or yeah. like, I said, or, like l- diner. Swing fifties S. Yeah, you know like when someone's like really going ham yeah. on the um piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i mean you can just like you can just see yeah. it in your mind and also i'm just like seeing like black and white checkers mm, like that's you know what, what? I saw. you know what you just like you just see it and like um automatically you just want to like go snapping around with like um some grease back hair and mm-hmm. like some uh what's it called uh leather jackets because i also think like the sort of storyline of that was a very accepted storyline yeah in, like the 50s where like the guy and the girl like that's very much what Greece I haven't seen the movie because like I refuse to see something that is very anti-feminist um but like everyone I love loves Greece. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but like I feel like that's sort of an accepted storyline there's actually where, like, some quite feminist bits in there I'm sure there are there is I said I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> but like I, or just like 50s things in yeah. general like when I worked at an old age home and like we listened to old 50s music, like they were beautiful songs, but yeah. I was also like, um, like my feminist perspective is like, that's kind of, I don't like that the guy is all like wanting to protect his sweet love or whatever, because yeah. like I don't like that as much. And I feel like this is sort of yeah, exactly. in that era that like people might not have a problem with it, but I definitely do. Yeah, I get that feeling. Um, there's also like tambourine, which I always love a good tambourine. Mm. When I tried to type this out first, I said trampoline, <laughs> like the classic musical instrument of a trampoline, um, clapping, I think, mm. um, some guitar and bass. Um, and that's about my musical instruments, um, <laughs> that I know. 
I said upbeat guitar, rifty bits that fit well, howling drums, bouncy piano, jumpy, almost swing like 50s-esque. Seems quite old-timey. Yeah. Um, I love the strong beat. I think it's it's mm-hmm. so it's just so catchy. It's so well done. It almost is like also a bit um, what's it called? Act my age, fun. Like it has that yeah. sort of fun vibe of act my age and like Olivia. It really is like fun and upbeat. I almost could like see it in like musical theater to be honest. Yeah. Like it has that like kind of just like fun vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and like influence, I just like again thought like fifties vibe mm-hmm. and like Greece and that kind of thing. And we know that Louis loves Greece, so I feel like maybe like subconsciously, although he didn't even write on this, but it's like <laughs> his like vibe was just there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, through Liam and Niall. Yeah. They were channeling him. Um question does the music make up for the lyrics i feel like i know your answer but like i don't know yeah. i really don't know and i feel like i've heard the music alone maybe like someone took the lyrics out. oh god i don't know but like the music is really really good and the way it's sung not just like the music behind but like the way this like the words besides the actual lyrics the but the way it's delivered and the, yeah. and the way the lyrics come out i really really like it and i like the repetition of it and i like um the way like the um what's it called like the breakdown or whatever the hell it is the pre-chorus no the bridge oh yeah yeah. the bridge sounds really cool so good um so like those are also great but i i don't know if i can say like the the music makes up for the lyrics but like i'm not gonna write off the song because i do love the sound but it's there's always sort of like the uncomfortable feeling when I listen to it, which is disappointing because I don't want to have an uncomfortable feeling when I listen to a song. And it's like not like Still My Girl where like I don't like the music, I don't like the lyrics, so I can like easily say like, oh, I just yeah. don't like that song. But it's like this has like a moral dilemma attached yeah. to it. <laughs> and like I don't feel, I don't think like, I feel as strongly yeah. as Caitlyn does where I can like listen to it and like not have a, I don't know, mm-hmm. existential crisis, I guess. But I also do have a feeling where it's not like mm-hmm. Olivia or like Girl Almighty, which I can like just enjoy completely without like, having any tinge of like, you know, feeling. Um, But I just think the music is so good that I couldn't like Mm -hmm. never listen to it again or whatever. Like, I just can't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the lyric, the music is just like spectacular Mm -hmm. and just so catchy, so good. Um, I feel like it's really interesting, something very different than One Direction has ever done. Um, And I just, I I don't know, it, it like, you know, fits in with the nostalgic vibe. Um, I mean, not that the 50s were great, but I'm just saying like, it fits in with like mm-hmm. a different t- it, they have like such like interesting like they really chose like so many decades to do like different yeah. things and like it definitely you know even though we weren't alive in the 50s and like whatever it still like automatically has a nostalgic vibe for it mm-hmm. i really really do i wish if the lyrics were good i honestly think this could be one of our top songs so one crazy ever. yeah that's really sad i know um do you have a favorite lyric or what's your least favorite lyric too? I'm interested to... Um, I'd say maybe my favorite, just like going back now because I didn't prepare this, <laughs> was But Your Fire Is Burning Deep In That's My what Soul, I would have My said Soul, too. My yeah. Soul. Um, I like it lyrically. I like it sonically. Um, I like the repetition. Um, least favorite lyric? Um, I really don't like gun violence. So like headed straight for your heart like a bullet in the dark. I just don't like that imagery at all. Um, <laughs> and then... I don't know. There's a lot of annoying ones. Yeah. What do you not like? I think trying to get a piece of you. That's, that's what I was really going to say. Yeah. Because like, I really, I hate that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's probably my least favorite out of mm-hmm. all of them, to be honest. Because um, it just like really um, 
almost dehumanizing. Yeah. And ain't going down without a fight is just bad. It just, like, like annoying. Ain't I going just, down without a fight. Just, just not good. If anyone said that, like, around <laughs> me, I'd just be like, you're an idiot <laughs> yeah. and, like, just annoying. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Um, what would you rate this out of 10? Like, it's so hard, right? Oh, I know. I'd probably give, like, four. I don't oh, know. Oh, wow. wow. Just because the lyrics just really piss me off. Musically, probably, like, a 10. Oh, God. But li- yeah. with the lyrics, it brings it down to, like, maybe a five. Yeah, that's why I'm, like, kind of... Because, like, what did we rate Steal My Girl? Probably around there, Probably, right? yeah. And, like, I think I'm gonna have to go with the average between the two and mm-hmm. kind of give it, like, a seven. Just because mm-hmm. of the music I love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't, like, give it, like, the lowest of the low. But, like, yeah. yeah. I agree. And I don't think that this, like, really, the lyric analysis made me, like, feel better about nope. it. Nope. <laughs> but, like, there are, there is, it complicated a little bit, but, like, yeah. in a good way. But, like, not enough. I don't yeah. know. It's weird because, like, sometimes the songs that aren't problematic, lyric analysis analyses make me like them a lot more and be like, wow, there's so much more depth to them yeah. than I saw, thought. But, like, this one still, even after doing this, I mean, I would love to hear other interpretations of the song. So, like, maybe next time I listen, I can have, like, a nice storyline going in my head. Yeah. Um, but I think already it's sort of entrenched in me the negativity mm-hmm. um, that you can have yeah. when you first listen to a song. You can't automatically just change how you interpret things, even Slash, if you're given a new narrative. I feel like you shouldn't just, like, take away all the negative and, yeah. like, try to find a story that, like, fits. Because you got to, like, acknowledge the bad. Mm-hmm. But you can so still true. like it. You know, I, I just feel like you... It doesn't have to be black and white. There can, mm-hmm. you know shades of gray lol um, <laughs> um so that's it i mean music video i was just thinking like 50s Me too. Yeah. yeah so i feel like that's like probably what everyone wanted mm-hmm. but like um unfortunately, i feel orange a lot too maybe hmm. i feel that color just because i think it relate the music relates to olivia and i feel orange for olivia uh, so. i was thinking like red because like mm. passion and kind of violence yeah. blood and like black and white with like the checkers uh-huh. and like the leather jackets but yeah um unfortunately we didn't get to see them like you know greasing it up um <laughs> But let's go into recommendations. Okay, should I go first? Yeah, that was like a really bad ending. I um, know. Yeah, I like was just like let's go, let's go. But like <laughs> I, so um, I think that like it was good to talk about, and I'm glad that we yeah. did because I feel like it was one of the songs that we were like, oh, we have to do it on lyrical, lyrical analysis. So um, we still love One Direction, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we did I, smash yeah. them. For that. I know. Not that we were smashing the boys really, but like just you know. You guys the lyrics, about the good, you yeah, know? do affect people differently. And I think that if we just sat here and like said One Direction has never done anything wrong in their entire lives, um, I think that would be a disservice to everything. Yeah. And I think that like they're complicated human beings, and like their music is you know complex, and it's not all just sugar mm-hmm. bubblegum pop that's gonna be like has no problems with it. And I think yeah. that like you know what I think that's good that we talk about all sides of it. Um, yeah. And just because we talk about it doesn't mean we don't like it. Because you know what? I Like, there's things, you know, whatever. I you mean, know what honestly, I mean. musically, this song is so brilliant. Yeah. We need to end on that high note. Like, yeah. it is so, so good. Unbelievable that they came through with this music. It's so bouncy and fun. And, like, the oohs are amazing. And they'll probably sound really cool in concert. And when I'm, we get that concert. Oh, my God. I really... Sometimes I feel like we should like sing this like whenever I'm gonna listen to it I'm gonna like sing over it in like sim language and just kind of like <laughs> like sing some like garbled garbage because oh, that'd, be that'd be like good you know yeah, yeah. um okay that's a better oh, that is ending because I was yeah. like okay um so let's go on to recommendations okay my recommendation is something we mentioned in the beginning which is listen to Ed's new music 
Um, it's on Spotify. It's on the internet. He has also two lyric videos for each of them. And I know we're going to get real music videos too upcoming for both songs, which is exciting. exciting. Um, but both lyric music videos are really cool and nice to watch. Um, and those are on his YouTube and like he's linked them on Twitter. I don't yeah. know who's ever linked them on Twitter. Um, but yeah, go listen to them and enjoy. So good. Um, my recommendation is One Direction related, and it is um, a cartoon, I guess? I don't know. Um, a little, like, article cartoon thing um, drawn by Kendra W., who is Kendra W. Can Draw on Twitter. And um, it's just great. I don't even know how to explain it. Go- I retweeted it, and it's just, like, little cartoons of Harry doing, like, little menial tasks and like kind of being uncomfortable during them and it just like brought so much joy to my soul like i just like want her to like do so many more of these like i could truly watch these little cartoon harrys do anything and Wait, what is it so... called asmr yeah because asmr is like the like the sound the, yeah or just like sound. calming kind of things yeah. and like this was very calming to me and just yeah. like made me like so happy i felt like it was a beautiful calm cartoon version of like stars they're just like us <laughs> yes it's like <laughs> my type of guided, guided meditation yeah um, so it was really great, and I love her style. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. Oh, I'm the one. <laughs> I, know, I was about to yeah. Go and then. Um, what's your tweet of the week, Caitlin? My tweet of the week this week comes from my favorite Harry update site, which is at the Harry News, um, and it is a picture of Harold in 2013 and a picture of him in 2017 wearing the same brown like sheepskin jacket um and his hair is relatively the same length um maybe slightly longer in 2013 um but just like two pictures of him four years apart wearing the same jacket and we haven't seen that jacket in a while i don't think um and he's got his like white gucci sunglasses on um and it's just interesting to see the differences between him then and now i mean obviously he's also wearing makeup in this other one because i think he was on stage performing um when he was in 2013 and this one's just sort of like a fan picture the one from 2017 um but it's interesting to see like how he's grown up a bit and how his hair is almost the same length as it was back then and yeah interesting so good um, my tweet of the week is from Niall and talking about Ed's music. He said, Castle on the Hill is my kind of song, reminds me of home. Um, I just love that. I think that like, I love that Niall is like such a big fan of Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. and I can't wait to see like his reactions to the album and like, I mean, I can't wait for the album too. What the heck? Yeah. But yeah, I just love that. Cause I mean, wait, they're friends. I forgot they were friends. I know. Jesus. Yeah. I'm so excited to like see them hanging out and like just all of them just, uh, wow, I'm excited. I, I, I really yeah. love seeing like other celebrities react to like so Anil said he's back. Yeah, like, and we all know who he's talking about. I know. Like you don't need to put a name in there. We all know. I love it. Um, he's probably so excited to like wake up to new Ed Sheeran music because yeah, like, Ed, like I so mean, are we. Yeah, like, Niall's just a dude who likes music in the end, and yeah, we're dudes who like music too. So true. <laughs> um, so that wraps it up today. Um, we'd love to hear what you thought about the sh- what the show and your opinions on anything we discussed today. Feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related you'd like us to talk about in the future or any of your opinions. I already said that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, so thank you for listening to episode 80 of Talk Direction. 
Um, you can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can follow us on Tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com. You can follow us on Instagram at talkdirection. Um, and we have personal Twitters, and I'm Kara underscore Pond, and Caitlin, where can they find you? And Kara was a C. Yes. <laughs> and Caitlin. <laughs> I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster on Twitter, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And you can also rate and review us and subscribe to us on iTunes. Give um, us a nice old five-star rating. <laughs> yes, we will love you forever. Um, and we're also on SoundCloud, like we mentioned earlier in the show, if you want to check it out. And it's easier, I think, to like go back and see like all the different episodes that we've had, because um, mm-hmm. there's 80 of them. Actually, more than that, because wow. they're bonus episodes. Um, and then you can like kind of quickly search to see if we've done a lyrical analysis of something you want to see. Um, but that's about it. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time for episode 81. Bye! Bye. Hello, I'm... Nope, I have to talk normal. <laughs> I thought we were doing harmonies. Like, hello, hello, hello. hello. That's it. (laughs) Nailed it.